Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 169 of the Pikachu Riley podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emilson. And joining me, we have my co host, Anomaly. Hello. Uh, and this week, they're nerfing Mythic Plus. Again, so, well, so that so that they can nerf the God Comp more. Yeah, which maybe not enough, we'll say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exciting times, exciting times. Turns out, Augmentation Evoker, a little bit strong. Still really good. I don't think they're nerfing Augmentation, are they? Oh, there's no. like that minor nerfs to Augmentation. Minor at best, yeah. I mean, a lot of... A lot of what the, well, we can talk about the details, but yeah, they're basically yeah. nerfing the classes around that, which, to be fair, isn't enough. I'll say, <laughs> but we can we can talk about that. So yeah, yeah. Before we get into that, though, how was your uh, how was your raid this week? Uh raid went better. We'll say um, we we did a we got a full clearing. Did take probably about almost 80% of our raid time. So it, it was, you know, the full night on Tuesday. And then I think we spent three hours on Wednesday uh, clearing it all. So, um, but yeah, we got through it all. We, um, funnily enough, we have, I guess, I don't know, someone gave us their skip. So we were able to skip right to okay, Neltharian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, started on Neltharian, back cleared um, basically everything. And then up till Sark on Tuesday and then basically spent three hours Thursday, you know, re-killing Sark, which, yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's, it's interesting the re-kill cause it, you just have, you have like one person in a different role and it becomes like just an entirely different fight. Like we had one, one of our bomb goer downer people in phase three was different. So they had a, they had a different bomb position just based on our comp. So I guess it was two people, one new person doing it. And then the second person who was just in a different position than they typically were. So we had a couple of wipes to that, but all in all, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, we wiped to, we wiped to Rashok a couple of times where I don't think we should have just cause we had a healer wanting to, to gear up an alt. And while their, their alt is not under geared, like it's still like 445 or whatever. It's just a different class than they're used to. So, right. Um, so yeah, I had some had a couple of struggles on Rashok, but uh, I mean, other than that, we got through it all, which was which was nice. good. It was a good yeah. good thing. Then, so here here I have a, I have a secondary rating update. Oh, because I oh. am now a Wrath Classic Raider. Oh, and no. so I uh, we did. I went four or five hard mode in Trial of the Grand Crusader. Uh, we nice. didn't try hard mode in Nuvarak yet. It's we're we're building up to it. Um, but didn't do that, and then went. 50 out of 50 in uh, 10-man hard mode TOGC. And got a... Uh, uh, didn't get hard modes in Ulduar done, but did like a 25-man normal run in Ulduar in like three hours. See, so. see, you missed your free 100s from doing uh, hard mode Ulduar. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, because there was a bug actually this week uh, where... Uh-huh. It, well, it wasn't a real 100, but it would show on the on the log page. That you got a 100 because i broke it and uh so yeah nice <laughs> that was that was my day yesterday was fixing that nice little bug there yeah i did not get didn't try any 25 man hard mode old war but did did get a full clearing which is which is fun um i know it's this really not a, a classic sort of topic but it's it's fun to go back into those raids i've i've realized that I don't know if you ever did this when if you played like old RTS games or or even like um Dota does this, like Dota 2. Like 
basically just play the computer. We used to call it like comp stomps. Like, yeah. Play the computer. Like you are, they are, they are like good, but not great. And like you just, you and like maybe two or three buddies go in and like stomp out like, you know, a 4v4 StarCraft 2 match or like a, you yeah. know, whatever it ends up being. And that's what raiding in Wrath Classic feels like. Because <laughs> like <laughs> literally like day, the first raid, first time through Trial of the Grand Crusader 10 man, they're like, all right, Anam as a hunter, because I'm playing a hunter. I was like, you have to soak like orbs on the the twin Valks or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I was like, okay, I vaguely remember doing this at the time, yep. but like, yep. I was like, so what do I do? And they're like, click the light buff and then just make sure light orbs don't hit the group. I was like, okay. And they're like, when I tell, and they was like, when I tell you just hit deterrence, because I guess like when the AOE goes off from one of the Valks, you're supposed to change colors. And I just, he was like, you're just going to stay the light color and then just at base of deterrence. I was like, okay, that's it. And like, I did that and like that was the fight and it was like like there's no mechanics in this raid. yeah yeah <laughs> so um it was fine it was it was it's a it, it's basically like the best i can equate it to is like wrath classic rating and i i feel like this is probably the same for tbc and and classic like um for like regular classic it's like it's just like comp stops it's like everybody knows what to do you're gen- i don't you don't even have to be over geared you just have to have a pulse and like you get to kill things and it's fun so yeah what happens with those with those bosses when people have gear is kind of crazy like yeah the, like the the speed run stuff is yeah. is nuts yeah yeah uh yeah because because no, gear it gear classic i don't think was built so that you had the gear going in it was built that you had the gear afterward right yeah like, yeah or rather the gear was the nerf up until ICC, where they just like slammed it with the bu- the the buff, right? The aura, yeah, the aura, yeah, the aura. Buff, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, it's um, that's that was that was my rating week is rating basically three days a week now. So, um, one of those being yeah, uh, in Wrath, which is, it's, it's funny. Like, if they end up doing, I don't think I will play beyond Wrath Classic because at that point you're literally playing the mo- like thinking about Cataclysm and some of the raids coming up and even ICC right. to like an extent, like remembering some of those fights. Like ICC is like the the mode is I think the turning point of like raiding becoming modern while raiding where you have like multiple mechanics, like you know different jobs for different people, which is fun, but like I don't. I don't want to do progression. You don't want to do twice. an extra day of that. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to, I don't have double, I don't have like two progression rates. If I want that, I'll just play a different character in retail and like join a weekend guild in retail, right? And the fights are yeah. easier. The classes are a little bit more fun. Although Hunters with Mana, super weird. I, I yeah. still don't, you never yeah. run out of it because the fights are short, but like, well, in 10 man, I did. Like in 10 man, the fights are just long enough that like I've run out, I've run out of mana on like two fights, which is yeah, kind of annoying, but. But yeah, that was my rating. How was how was how were you? I guess you're in the middle of it. Did you guys full clear right. last night or? Uh, we did not full clear. We so last week I mentioned that we didn't full clear. I think we did our show on Monday, right? So yeah. we'd already done the full raid week. But yeah, we didn't full clear. Uh, we spent forever on Neltharian, um, and then didn't get Sarkareth. This week we went in. We used our skip, um, and we just like three shot Neltharian, and then nice. spent three hours on Sarkareth. Oh. Some of which is like we did get Sarkarath down. We got Sarkarath down. Um, That's good. But some of it is like we switched to tanks after Prague pretty much immediately. And I am 
doing both what I was doing before in phase two and now also doing the part where I stay up. Ah, uh, okay. And so what I was doing before in phase two is I was basically like AOE taunting everything and tanking all the ads and the boss at the same time for the latter two thirds of the phase, mm -hmm. which puts a lot of pressure on my cooldowns, on my defensives, and yet I have to save a bunch of them to survive the go down. Right, yeah. And uh, also I'm going into the go down with the tank debuff on me still. So there's just like, that's, uh, I, I kept uh, not making it through phase two or, uh, you know, not making it through the, the uh, like making it through the go down and then just like falling over a few seconds after because I just wouldn't yeah. didn't have enough health. Yeah, um, that's that's tough. Yeah, I ended up ended up just committing less stuff in phase two and just hard over committing stuff in in the intermission and just like so I'm using uh, diffuse stone form dampen harm health potion health stone to survive it it's ridiculous yeah uh, but we're changing that we're changing it i'm done with that we're we're changing that <laughs> nice 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 awesome awesome and then um, i guess so you basically have so the rest tonight, of the today yeah yeah and tonight we're gonna go back in and, and clear the rest but nice. like for context last week clearing up to Neltharian took us under two hours oh nice so yeah, i think yeah, I think for us, I think, yeah, like I said, the Rashok wipes were annoying, and then we wiped a couple times to... Scar. Uh, to, no, to Magmarax, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like Zakarn, we, I mean, okay, we killed Zakarn this week, I think, with, like, four people alive. So, like, Classic. definitely not not clean, but we got through it, I think, in may maybe one wipe, if that. I think that might have been our first, first pull. But, yeah, um, Rashok and Magmarax were the difficult one. We actually have a couple wipes to uh experiments just yeah. because like i i am now calling things in like for like dispels or like yeah groups on rashok and like playing misweaver currently and like also having that responsibility my brain hurts like mm -hmm. trying to do my ramps plus call that so it's just yeah uh, that i've never i i don't typically do calls like that it's just, it's learning things so um, but yeah, no, it's uh, awesome. Yeah, hopefully you guys get a full clearing, and then it's just sort of, yeah, full clear farm mode for the rest of the time. And then I got yeah. you know, got that that new progression, to, you know, new brack twenty five man hard mode. That, that'll yeah. be the yeah, that'll be the good sure, the good stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be spending a few hundred pulls on that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely hundred percent will probably be you know probably three four weeks of you know progression. So we'll, we'll yeah, get, we'll get yeah. it done. We'll get it done. Um, you guys extending that lockout? Of course, I mean, of course, of course. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, but we got some, before we talk about the Mythic Plus nerfs, we got some other news items to get through. Um, starting with actually relevant, uh, the Hardcore Classic Realms. Uh, those yeah. are launching this Thursday, right? Yeah, this Thursday, at, I believe it's 3 p.m. Pacific, something like that, is the, yeah. is the launch. So, um and yeah, and so they did a little bit of like a community council live chat uh, where players got to ask questions to developers. Um, I think it was on Friday. Um, and uh, and yeah, so a couple, I mean, not a ton of great news right here, but a couple of like 
we'll say interesting little tidbits that, that came out of this that aren't also are all really classic related. We'll say, well, hardcore was the focus. There's a couple of things that aren't specifically hard, hard mode or sorry, hardcore uh, pieces. So um, I think the at least the interesting ones here, are like um, the idea that they're not going to do like uh, region wide or server wide death messages. So like if someone dies, they're not going to tell everybody that that person dies, which is very similar to like other hardcore ARPGs do like, I guess it's really POE does sort of overall, like they have a death message channel that you can, you can join and if someone dies, you'll get a notice of it. Um, And then the add on the hardcore add on itself also had this sort of death log essentially as people died, it would, it would announce it, but they're limiting just to guilds. um, And so they'll talk about maybe in the future adding like a wider range of the announcement, but for now it'll be guilds at launch. I I don't, I don't understand that. That's like, a huge part of the the fun of the hardcore classic realm that everybody played on was like logging in and just like running around you're doing your thing and you see level 60 die right yeah random level 60 you don't know or even worse level 59 exactly you know? yeah you know yeah. it did it did get a little spammy that that might be the issue of like if you were on like during peak time it's like a lot of like low level people like sub level 10s dying which yeah. I think maybe you can filter that out. Like that's like the the break point. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it was always interesting to be like, yeah, like the the forty plus or even like forty five plus people when they die. There's like a there's like an internal like, oh man, that sucks. But then in my there's mind, there's the like, the how, F's how in general chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so so that's a little bit unfortunate. But it's it's sort of Blizzard's Blizzard's point of view there. Um, the other thing that was interesting that popped up was a couple of questions on what they call solo self found mode. So if you haven't played, um, really PoE, I think is the the big one here. I don't know if Diablo has a solo self-found mode, but the idea with solo self-found is essentially you only get to pick up gear or use gear that drops for you. So like PoE has a very robust like trading economy if you want to do that, where you can trade really good items and you can sort of buy them with currency in the game. Um, but um, but yeah, with but with solo self-found, essentially you only get to pick up items that drop specifically for you. Yeah. Um, and so they ask a little bit about that and Blizzard's, I mean, Blizzard's response and they, they gave a larger, longer response on Twitter to this too, uh, was essentially they're, they are looking at s- not solo self-found, but basically a self-found option uh, to yeah. play. Um, and the reason they're not looking at solo self-found is because there's, you know, what do you do whenever you group up with someone? Like if you do an elite quest and a really good item, just random BOE drops or like world item drops, like what who gets that item or is that truly solo self found or not? Yeah. And then I mean, um, grouping up for yeah. a, yeah. 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 And then it's like doing dungeons. Like what happens to loot from dungeons? If you're going to do that on hardcore, cause those are available. So there, there is some like interesting, I think decisions that need to be made, but a self found option would be cool. Um, be interesting to see like what becomes like the best, you know, professions to use and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So yeah, um, there's that. Um, they also mentioned that they're so okay. This is maybe more relevant to me. So they think classic, the idea of classic plus, which is classic with things added to it, um, mm-hmm. or a, a kind of new classic expansion kind of deal, um, is interesting. Big air quotes on the interesting. Um, they and they noted that there's going to be another season of WoW Classic. Mm-hmm. that's not going to be season of mastery two. Interesting. Which is interesting to me. Um, I'm not sure what that is going to look like, but we'll see. Um, 
And then there's also, they mentioned they're developing Random Dungeon Finder and the Quest Helper in-game for Wrath Classic, which I didn't realize. I obviously haven't played very much Wrath Classic. I didn't realize they didn't have the Quest Helper in there. I know that was like a 3.3 feature. Yeah, it was a later one. Um, which they could leave that one out, actually. You know, just I mean, don't... Quest, Questy does it already. Like, there's an add-on that does the Quest yeah. Helper yeah, already then, if you want that. Yeah. So uh, uh, they, could, they could leave that one out. Random Dungeon Finder... I mean, every... <laughs> there, that is the one of, it's funny, one of the most polarizing issues. So being in Wrath Classic, when they announced that and like sort of talking to some of the, even like the, the guild that I'm in, right? Which is a, honestly, I joined a random guild. So I know none of these people. So it's like, a, right. And it's a bunch of people that play a lot of Wrath Classic. Um, and like the, even in that, like that little microcosm of like 24 other people, like there is so many like polarizing opinions on like, oh, this is great or, I mean, it's like basically range from, oh, this is great, awesome addition to this is terrible, like ruins the game kind of to like in the middle where it's still negative, where it's like, this is like three patches too late. Servers are dead. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, we raid every week. We're, I think we're doing okay. Um, So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like the, the opinions are all over the place on the random dungeon finder. I don't like, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's funny playing Wrath and like I do basically a daily dungeon every, every day, like the beta dungeon because I need currency or whatever. So like it's kind of like the mythic plus dungeon or whatever. Using yeah. the group finder there, like it's just like using the group finder on retail to get into a mythic plus dungeon. It's like not yeah. that big a deal. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? I think the funny thing is that people have like, instead of yelling about, oh, I don't have the right amount of IO, it's like I don't have the gear score and like, I'm like 4.8 and people want 5k. I don't understand why. Like I, I'm better than, you know, it's like that same dichotomy mm-hmm. or that same issue still exists. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Random dungeon fighter. Awesome. I mean, it's, you know, you take sort of the ability to like queue into something and, and the game, you know, puts you in it, but I don't, yeah. I don't think wrath classic needs it. And I think it's, I don't think it materially helps or hurts the population, whether it's in or not. I think it's just a, becomes more convenient, which is, yeah. I, I wonder like, Obviously, ICC is not out yet. I wonder if this is a sign that Wrath Classic is going to be here a while. Potentially. Yeah. Um, like, the quest helper is kind of whatever. Um, that one, I mean, the, the quest simplifying the the process of leveling like that, I think the only real thing that that does is mean you don't have to install Questy and you don't get stuck on a quest without Questy that is too vague for you to actually figure out where the hell you're supposed to go. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't actually remove basically any of the gameplay because you still have to figure out how to get there. Right. Yeah. Um, but random dungeon finder is, uh, yeah. Interesting for them to be adding it this late stage. Yeah. Which, yeah, to be fair means like maybe, maybe wrath is where they stop and, and yeah. And then maybe that becomes like the classic plus loop. It's like you go back through, classic tbc and wrath again and like there's a there's like changes in each like new content we'll say maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the next classic thing is season of wrath you go back to vanilla and they like i don't know have zombie invasions or something the lich king shows up and waves his sword at you yeah i mean it would be to me classic plus is always an interesting idea of like would you engage like would enough players engage in like a new raid but with vanilla classes, right? Yeah, but it, like it, it couldn't, sorry. it fundamentally could not be designed like a modern raid, right? Like they couldn't design, they couldn't take Avarice 
and put it in classic and have people eat it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it would be, it would be cool to do things that required or that certain classic excelled at classes excelled at in classic that are not essentially like the, the flavor of the month or like the over, like it's not like a warrior or a warlock, right? Like you had something that you might need a mage for, you might need like, a shaman or you know i mean a shaman but like a rogue for something like that where like or you just bring 20 unholy dks and you delete the fights from existence yeah, that's that is also what happens in wrath right now so yeah i mean that this is know, after I, they nerfed them very significantly <laughs> by the way yeah it's they're still crazy yeah it's just i mean it's that's the i mean that's a combination of i think them being overpowered and then the whole snapshotting mechanic that's still in wrath yeah. right that um but yeah no i think i mean yeah, that would be my goal. That would be my, I get, maybe not goal, but my want in a classic plus environment is like new raid content that makes other classes that are less played important to your ability to clear the raid. Or maybe not important, but like make it easier to clear certain fights if you have them yeah. there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and the only other final point, I guess, from the from the interview is Blizzard did say they're not really giving any sort of feedback or information on how many realms they're starting up for hardcore. They're not doing any sort of a, a name reservation system. So it seems like this is just a you log in on you know uh, Friday or Thursday at, at six p.m. Eastern or three p.m. Pacific, and there's new realms you can make a character on, and yep. that's it. So I'll have to make sure I can maybe get my name on that, but. Um, well, yeah. you, the nice thing is you don't need to because you're going to die. That's well, not my first character. I'm making it to 60. That's the goal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know what I'm making yet, but but that's the goal. Um, but cool. So that's the the classic, I'll say, uh, uh update for this week, so. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, a couple other small things. The Calendar Cup stuff went in this week, wasn't it? Yeah, um, this week. And that was so obviously there was all the data mining about this and we're like oh my god dragon riding in the old world very limited you can only do these specific dragon riding races mm-hmm. um and apparently they're pretty hard uh especially the one in unguro i've heard a lot of people being like how do i how do i get this on gold right yeah like, how, do I, how do i time this on gold um but apparently they are pretty challenging um, yeah, I've done, I've basically, so I started this after raid on Thursday since we got done a little earlier. Um, yeah. And yeah, the the Ajara one is the timer. It's so, I think it's two things with the Ajara one. Timer's not too bad, but it's a very long race. I think it's like almost okay. 90 or like 100-ish seconds. So it's like a minute okay. and a half long or over a minute and a half long. And it all weaves around the track that's in Ajara. Okay. Yeah. And so like there are random light posts and like the track yeah. itself and you're very low to the ground. So it's like very, I want to say technical because you're kind of, it's not, I don't know. It's not like yeah. that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely um, a little, a little difficult to, to do that. But it's, I mean, it's, it's more dragon riding. It's more races. And like I said, it's not a pushover like the, the original ones were the ones on dragon. Yeah. Uh, the dragon I Isles still haven't unlocked the advanced dragon riding races on the dragon Isles. So <laughs> really I spent, so I don't, I, I went deep, and so I literally went and golded every one of them. So I have gold yeah. on the Dragon Isles in advanced, reverse, and normal runs. And so I'm working on Calendar yeah. Cup now, which is, I don't know, it's the dragon riding stuff is fun. And that I'm a I'm a sucker for like racing, like yeah, like like just like racing games in general. But like the idea of like okay, you have a time and you have to go through this track. So what's the fast way to do it? Like that sort of mm-hmm. optimization stuff I, I enjoy. Um, so. 
Um, can't can't wait for the Anong, uh, Anong TOC speedrun. Oh, God. I, it's funny. I don't care about damage optimization, which I think is because, like, I don't, it doesn't matter. The boss dies at the end anyway. But, like, but, with but the, what about, but what about the, the damage as a mechanism for getting through the course more quickly? It doesn't translate in my mind. Like, that's the problem. Is like, yeah, one of the hunters that in my, because there's only one other hunter in my guild, just a quick aside about this. He was telling me, he's like, hey, it's like, he's like, if you go into melee and drop your trap at like this, like specific time or like within this five second window on like Jirax or something, it works out that you can then trap every time a portal or like a volcano comes out. Some like weird damage optimization. And I was like, or I can just walk in and drop my trap in the beginning so I don't forget. I don't have to remember like 18 seconds into drop. I can just do it two seconds in. Yeah, he's like, oh well, it's like less damage. I was like, we're still gonna kill the boss, bud. Like, chill, chill, please. Um, so yeah, I, that's it's funny. I'm more. I think my optimization brain happens more on like solo content or like where I yeah. have full control versus like in a group where it's like, yeah. it's less. It's I think I'm less able to see the optimization uh, change. So, um, but yeah, so Calendar Cups out. You get a sweet transmog. Actually, not a sweet transmog, but it's a, it's an okay transmog uh, if you do it all. There's a currency you get for. For completing this stuff. Um, then the other is there's a weird... So we don't really talk about these mini events, but the only reason I put this in here is there's an event coming up at the end of August called Secrets of Azeroth, where you sort of like go around and uh, and sort of discover like different secrets and like clues and stuff like that um, with, uh, with like some community involvement. Um, the only thing... The only reason I bring it up is like some of the transmogs are like super cool. <laughs> <laughs> where like you get a weird like gnomish like mind control looking cap which is if you ever right. played like classic like i think that was that was super cool but yeah it's a it's essentially like it, it seems like it's a community like almost like arg type event where there's like yeah that was my impression to go, yeah clues to go like different areas and and sort of look up different things in game and and sort of follow along and it's i guess it lasts from the 31st to the 13th in terms of like new clues um come out um and but I think you'd still do it. I think the the blue post mentions like it'll be there, like the ability to do this. Will, you're not you don't have to do it within the 31st and the 13th of September. It's just that's how long it takes for all the clues to be released, and then it'll be in the game for they say yeah. long after that. So I guess that means for a while. So it's an um, interesting take on like the you know dropping the stuff like the what's it. The maze one. What was the maze one? Oh, the mind bender thing. Right? Yeah. Our, yeah. It wasn't, but it was like a, it was like a horse, right? It was a, the actual a whole bunch, horse. Yeah. A whole bunch of like the just secret things that they've dumped into the game is a different approach. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah. And that, so yeah, I love that horse. I love the thought process for how, so yeah, I liked like, the way people figured out that sort of mount was fun. And the one after that, the mind bender that you could do with some friends where it was like, you needed a group of people to, to get it done. was was fun. So yeah, secrets are cool in the game. I love, I like that stuff. Um, but cool. And then, so one just final piece before we get into sort of the mythic plus is our main topic today. Um, we're not done with what overlays can do in World of Warcraft. <laughs> so we spent a bunch of time talking about this last time. The only thing I want to say is there was a proof of concept for like a map-like overlay that came out. It's actually not that great. I don't know if you watched the video of it. Yeah, There's yeah. enough of a delay that it doesn't, it's not perfect. Um, but I think based on the thread and what the individual who built this said is like, it's only keying off of like 
two specific types of events, which I think are healing and damage events. And like doesn't yeah. take into account like buff, resource gain events, like other events that might have additional um uh positional data to maybe smooth out the movement. But um as a proof of concept, potentially it's there. I, yeah, I mean I think this even, is all sorry. Even still, so like the things that they're showing on the map, they have the permanent locations. So this is Kazara. They have the permanent locations of every one of the uh portals that drop. They've got the Hellbeam, when the boss starts to cast it, uh, it shows the direction that it's going. Um, and it doesn't handle the lasers. Um, so the lasers are, you know, just just happening. But um, it's still like the update rate, like you said, is pretty slow, right? We're, we're talking like 5 FPS on this, yeah. this mini-map. But it still has like the player locations and all of the locations of these mechanics and uh the uh wowhead post about this brings up avr this is not avr but yeah uh once you have left the bounds of the game right avr can happen and this is this is like step one towards avr uh so uh avr for those that maybe weren't listening last week it didn't didn't weren't around for OG classic uh, wrath uh, was an add on that actually overlaid like mechanic graphics into the game, uh, into the game world. Not like a, not like a weak aura that warned you of something, but like actually putting stuff on the floor. Right. Yeah. They're like, yeah. So like, for example, if someone got a bomb debuff or, or needed to be in a specific position, it would show on your screen, a ring where you could stand but yeah. it didn't matter if you moved your camera anywhere, that ring would also move with you on that sort of plane, which was, yeah, which was nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, to be fair, you're right. It's not far removed from like full AVR, but it, yeah, I, I think that's to me, like the debuff thing that was shown last week around like the private, being able to see private orders right away. That's like an issue, but like this sort of map now that's there and like the code being published is like, it's now just going to be a massive, a massive thing. So, yeah, which I mean, mean I, which means like I'm surprised they haven't fixed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised they haven't fixed this yet. Like this was yeah. inevitable. As soon as as soon as the cat was out of the bag with uh the um <laughs> with the combat log being so fast, um this was just an inevitability that we would reach this point. And if they don't nerf it, it's gonna get even more advanced before they do nerf it right yeah um, ex- exactly like you can do things once you have the position information um i mean i guess the main thing you don't have right now is you don't have player facing information that's not in the combat log um, or at least not nearly quickly enough to be useful right um so i guess a real avr would probably either need to do memory reading mm-hmm. uh actually it would have to do memory reading basically yeah um, at which point you're definitely running into like warden, like that's the kind of thing that warden is there to detect. Right. Um, but still like a mini map of all the mechanics and everything. Like, yeah, I mean, is... ima- like, yeah, I mean, imagine if you could like, I mean like Natharin, of course, this would be perfect on for like right. potentially portal spawns and, and knowing where everybody is. Right. Cause you could take positional data of the room itself and then overlay where people need to stand specifically. Yeah. 
But yeah. even on like Zakarn, right? Like I don't know if trap triggers are in the combat no, log. Like they're not. Not what not what specific trap? Okay. Well then that makes it maybe a little bit harder to use something there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean I I think yeah, it'll be yeah, I mean, this is there's there's gonna there's gonna be changes to the combat log. I mean, what my hope is is that it's a it's a delay in the writeout and not a change in the data, right? Like, because I yeah. think the data the combat log has is great, um, and I think it's really good from like a retro retrospective perspe- perspective, which is, I think is the yeah. original intent of it. So I hope the changes Blizzard makes are in terms of like the frequency of the writes out to a yeah. file versus. Hey, now we're just going to remove all the position data from everything, which is just that doesn't even solve like the assignment aura thing, right? Because that still no, lets you do yeah. the Neltharian assignment aura outside the game, and yeah. they don't want that either. I what I hope, what I hope the end result of this is, like you said, a delay. I think is the best approach. Um, mm. People were talking about the memory consumption of it, but I honestly don't think that that's an issue at this stage. Not with because computers, no. this this isn't a fundamental thing that you have to have on right like you don't have to have the advanced combat log enabled if you if it is going to take it you know 500 megs to store the combat log buffer before it writes it out it's fine you can just turn it off if that's a problem for you yeah um, yeah so I think that that's okay um but while I, where i hope this leads is that they stop designing these like these mechanics that basically require a assignment like the neltharian mechanic is the jailer holes mechanic it's yeah. just the same mechanic the thing that kills you is different the way you wipe the raid is is the same you don't get to your spot right um yeah. and like both of those mechanics like uh i was talking to people in guild last night and it's just like imagine if the jailer in phase one had just like given you a color and then each of the holes had a color and you just had to go to one of them right yeah there's um things about that that remove some of the like players figuring out how to do the fight right players figuring out what the right place to start, how to move, how much to move, all this stuff in order to make the fight work. Um, Neltharian doesn't really have that, though. They eliminated a lot of that. Um, and there's no reason that they could not have the mythic change for the hearts mechanic, for example, could yeah. have been some interaction with the walls where like, you needed to hit certain parts of the wall with the heart, right? And just you know, give people colors and you got to go to your color. Everybody's got to do it. Um, Don't make us do these like five, six player uh, coordination things where you have five seconds to do the mechanic. That just requires a weak aura. It just requires one. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I I agree. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's that sort of processing that like, they want to get people to to do it, but I mean, it's it's also the fact that like for I beams or even for like the holes, right? There, you're communicating between five people something that has to be done within like four or five seconds, right? And there's just yeah. not enough time where like if you're not as a player like reacting the moment you get the mechanic and knowing exactly where you're going, then you're going to die, right? Like yeah. there, there's not 
there's and but and there's that fine line of like how much time do you give a player like give the the team basically a chance to like discuss it because like to be fair like Me- i still go back to mechatork and like the the robots right there right. like that's the that that to me is one of the most maybe not the perfect mechanic but it's one of the best mechanics that forced raid communication through right. random raid members yeah. and like there was enough there was it was still a tight timer but there was enough time where like if you screw up once you can recover you can't screw up twice but yeah. you get sort of like one screw up in there um and it doesn't feel like you have way too much time it still feels tight and i think right if they're going to shift to like okay we want to take power away from weak cores away from just like any sort of like automated processing right which is what what what, what it is um and put it back into what we want players to communicate they need to look at to, to be fair mechatork and why that worked like how to yeah. basically incorporate the robots into like a standard debuff right um, and i mean there's things like obviously sepulcher was the peak of them trying to one up the world first guilds right so yeah the jailer is maybe not the best example of things that they're going to do now right but the bomb mechanic on the jailer aside from all of the actual gameplay issues of like jumping in the hole and getting knocked and then clipping into the edge of it and stopping and things like that um the mechanic would have worked without an assignment we core. There is a number that they could pick for the debuff duration where you no longer need an assignment we core. Yeah. But at that point, it just has to be such a long debuff, right? With that many people, it just has to be a really long debuff. Um, yeah. And that's kind of the same situation, I think, with Neltharian. Like, they could do this without resorting to actually doing the assignments for us. But... I mean, if you look at the mechanic and the answer for the player is we don't do the assignment ourselves. We have a weak aura that does the assignment for us. Then they should just either not do the mechanic Mm -hmm. or make the assignment part of the mechanic. Like the mechanic has the assignment built in. Yeah. Which I mean, and then a way to do that is almost like, to be fair, like something like debuff duration could be the, the assignment where like, you get five players, you get a debuff. Their, their durations are all different and based on all the, like, you get the oh, same now, duration. Now you're, you're approaching the math boss from Final Fantasy. Are you familiar well, with this? I'm not, but like, so my, so here, here, just hear me out because I think it's pretty simple. Okay. I'm not trying to be complicated, but the idea is like, if they're, let's say just for simplicity's sake, the debuff is always five, either five, six, seven, eight, or nine seconds long. So the five yeah. second person always goes to this position. The six second person always goes to that position. So like, the amount of time on your debuff dictates where you move to. I so mean, as a then player, you, then you need you have to have a weak aura that tells you which one you were. Which is fine. They do that. You just have a private weak aura that has a big square on your screen that has the duration in the front that that has like what your starting duration is, and you have to look it. You know, like I think to me, like if you think about jailer bombs, like the example there, like the the point of the pizza pie is always the shortest. Like the next one to the left is the next one. Like. And so you knew, like, if I get the six-second debuff, I'm front left second, or I'm second row left. I, I think that sounds really frustrating because if you're not looking at it when it spawns and it's still a private aura, you can't tell which one you have. Right, which is why you need to pay attention as a player to your debuffs. So that's the idea. Is like it takes it takes the idea of private auras. And rem- and you can still use them. You can remove an assignment but, but, weak or and okay. it's on the player to figure so out. So why to not go. just make the debuffs different colors? Then you can just tell. And if you're not looking at it at the instant that it is on you, well, that's you fine too. I mean, tell. like, yeah, like that's also an option. I'm just saying if you if you want it to look exactly the same to everybody, 
there's the potential of using duration as the differentiate different yeah. differentiator and in turn the assignment. Yeah, right? I don't like that. I don't like that one. Bit. I, I <laughs> to be fair, I think that's a great idea because it number one, it forces people to actually check their debuffs and not look for a call. And it's entirely like it's it's very similar in my mind. It's very similar to the robots a mechatar because it's individual responsibility. Yeah, yeah. I just so, don't like that. There's basically a one second thing, and if you happen to be looking away from the screen, well, I mean, you, you can know, make them larger. Like one can be five, one can be seven, one can be nine. Right? There can be a, a larger differentiation between the debuffs, and that way, right. if you realize if you're the seven second one and I see six seconds, well, then I know they just went out. I know I'm not the first one because the first one can't be six seconds. So I'm the yeah. second person in that row. I, I think it that like that then in my mind that runs into the same issues with mechanic visibility that we complain about all the time. Where it's just oh, like it's, it's, it's information overload, a hundred percent. Well, but it's like, like we complain about stuff like fuzzy edges of the circles and uh stuff like the scar lines not going behind the animation for the line, yeah. not going behind it until it explodes and kills you, right? Stuff like that, where it's but like that's, you die because you couldn't, because the game didn't tell you where the thing was going to be, and but that's, it was not visually possible for you to tell. But that's different. Speaking. But that's in my mind, that's different because like fuzzy edges on a debuff is one thing, but like if I have a six second debuff, if I get a six second version of a debuff and I have to go somewhere in the fight, there's no, there's no fuzziness there. The fuzziness is me not paying attention when the debuff comes out, which is a, which could be a problem. I mean, like, there's a bunch of other mechanics I mean, at the same time. You have to move for this one specific one. Agree there, but there's no fuzziness in it. It's just, I've gotten this mechanic. This is my response to getting it. And either I realize I've gotten that one and make the correct response, or if we take hearts, for example, and the hearts at different durations, and you go different places with them. Well, maybe as the five-second one, I go to the six-second person spot. And maybe there's enough time the six-second person realizes I'm screwing up and they can adjust. So it's not a pass-fail in terms of that, but it's a But that, at that point, they just have to change the mechanic to give you the ability. That's part of the issue with the hearts, right, is there's no room for recovery. Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is, like, take, take go, you can do, to call this Jailer Bombs, too. So don't take the fact that, like, there's no time for recovery. It's just, like... The idea of the debuff duration is the differentiator for how you react to it. I really and as an don't indi- like that. And as an individual, you need to know that. But how is that any different than jailer bombs and being assigned the center, being assigned the middle pizza pie versus the back one? Okay, so part it's like, and you're also, not being able to read the weak order right. The, <laughs> like, the if I this can't is read the asking week. this is basically saying you as a player now have to care about an additional attribute of the debuff that nothing else in the game has ever asked you to care about. Agreed, which is, but yet, there has never been a weak order to say you need to stand, go down a specific hole with a bomb before. before but there's always, always have been assignment weak orders. Like you, you get, but not specific, but generally not specific ones. Like there are five people that have to respond in a very specific way to a mechanic. We had them on Denathrius. We had them on, I want to say we had one for Nizoth, but I don't remember for what. Um, Nizoth what was Denathrius's? Uh, the, the arrows. For the mirror, like you, four people got marked with the arrow, and you went to your spot on the mirror. What people? Which? The blade, the sword, jumping through people. You didn't have to go I to mean, a specific spot. You didn't have to go to a specific spot. You just had to I be mean, spread. Well, you did go to a specific spot though, because otherwise you cleaved the raid. Well, you went to the edges, edges, like general location edges. At least that's how we did it in our guild. 
I mean, we, we didn't have like we had we had four spots on. Yeah, you went, so we just two people went close to the mirror, two people went in front of them, and that's that was your spots. And I mean, obviously, there's stuff like Ajara, right, where literally Ajara is like assignment week or a hell. No, and I don't. So that is actually Ajara is a really good example of like it, all I'm saying is like Ajara, like the mecha- the mechanics we were talking about, where it's like private week or's are being used for like hiding the way you respond to a debuff. My only point was to to continue to hide from a weak aura how to do it. You need to yeah. find a de- another differentiator. And in my mind, like you could say, well, color no, you just is you one. just leave it as a private aura because weak auras can't see private auras at all. But I'm saying, like, if the okay, so like your point about hearts is that the mechanic is bad as a private weak aura because it's not it's there the duration is too short to respond in an appropriate way so you almost need an assignment weak aura to basically respond to it yeah and my point is essentially if they want to continue to use private weak auras they need differentiators for the ability to allow players to respond to them based on either when or how they get it meaning if like there is another hearts like debuff or bombs like debuff you say color right. Fine. Color could be a way that you get five debuffs. There's five different colors. Depending on your color, you go someplace. My yeah. point was if they want everything to look the same, because to be fair, I'm assuming. I guess, well, I I guess my, my point is if they all look the same, it's still bad. It, like if they all still look the same, it's still but bad. Then, so but if then your you only just, differentiator is something that changes to the point that you can no longer differentiate them, it's still bad. It's like still irrecoverably bad. I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess to me, color, like, duration and color are the same thing like if but you have a like different the color, color stays weaker. the same for the whole thing for the duration it's changing and if you're not like you basically have to set them so well, that no, but you get you can get a different color each enough. time but you get a different like right, so the, hard the debuff, duration like, of the for the duration of the debuff it's the same like you get your thing and you it's you, the same color for the whole time that you have that mechanic until you get it the next time and maybe it's a different color on that one versus yeah, but, duration you get it and there's nothing on the debuff that tells you what the max duration was so if you like get distracted lose track of it or aren't looking at it when it when it gets put on you initially it now looks like any of the other ones but in the hearts case if you don't move to the red spot the moment you get the debuff it's unrecoverable that's actually very similar very similar to the duration the hearts right now you actually do have time to sit there and stare at your weak auras which is so if you're yeah i think it's maybe just a philosophical different around duration because like my only point was like providing a way to differentiate if you're going to put out five of the same debuff on someone or on on a team and the team has to respond in a certain way to eliminate private or to make private weak or private auras more palatable they need a better way to differentiate between the five debuffs that go out and whether it's color or duration i don't think it matters i like the idea of duration just because it puts more pressure on you paying attention to the actual mechanic versus with color. To your point, you get three, four seconds, maybe not that long, but you get a second or two to understand what color you have and then respond, which to me yeah. is no different than actually watching your debuffs, seeing them go up and responding based on a number underneath of it. Yeah. And the only I, time that the only time that doesn't work is if you last three seconds, maybe of not looking at your debuffs. Yeah, I just I don't I don't like the duration thing at all. I think it would be very frustrating. I think colors are frustrating because we have colorblind raiders in our race. <laughs> so it's right. Like- <laughs> so that's so this is something. If you look at what uh, what other games have done with this kind of mechanic, right? You look at what Final Fantasy has done. It's yeah. always A plus B. It's color plus icon, for example. Uh, not yeah. always, but they're usually pretty good about it. Where like you get 
you get a red one, but it's also a fire icon. Or you get a green one, and it's, I don't know, like a plant icon. You know, something like that, where it's like, okay, the same thing with Mechatork. You had the colors, but also it was a wrench and a yeah. gear and a light bulb or whatever. And like you can communicate using the symbol instead of the color. Just like, you know, give it two things, neither of which changes after like you get your assignment and your assignment shouldn't the thing that is telling you your assignment, I don't think should change in the middle of you having the mechanic. That's that's fair. That's fair. I, I feel uh, like we anyway, spent too much time. We about spent this. way too much time <laughs> yeah. talking about that. <laughs> we can, um, we, can... <laughs> we were going to talk about the God Comp getting nerfed, and I think you mentioned that Mistweaver got some changes too. Yeah. So so yeah. So I think we'll talk about the Mistweaver stuff first, since we're way too long on that topic. <laughs> also, we are technically a monk podcast. Yeah, we should probably talk about monks. Um, so yeah, so so Mistweaver is getting changes changes this Tuesday. So I'll, I'll read through them and then sort of talk about what this is. So. First up is Ancient Teachings is now transferring 150% of the damage done up from 130, 135%. So a buff to Ancient Teachings. Um, Yulon's Grace will now stack up to 15% of maximum health. Uh, was five, or was 10%, sorry. Um, and it's 3% now per second. Um, Chi Cocoon's Absorb is increased by 100%. Um, is that the, is that the it's the shield? It's the shield from your celestial. So it's okay. the shield that goes out on, I think it's five yeah. players when you hit evoke, GG, or evoke, Elon. And then enveloping breath's healing is decreased by 12%. Um, so as a mythic pluser, as you read these changes, these are all great things. Um, the, the, chi the chi cocoon absorb is huge because that basically goes on your full party. Um, so you get that instant absorb. It's now you know, basically 100% stronger. The enveloping breath decrease, not a huge deal. You're not relying on enveloping breath healing much anyway in Mythic Plus. Yeah. It's nice. Hurts us slightly, but to be fair, Chi Cocoon was definitely the larger piece of that. And then the Ancient Teaching buff, of course, being able to transfer more damage or more healing from the damage you do, always a good thing. Um, so in Mythic Plus, these are you know generally nothing but great changes. Um, now in Raids, which is sort of the, the secondary part of this, it's actually a net increase, which is, which okay. is funny. So, I mean, if you look at sort of the, the decreases and, and the increases, right, like the Chi Cocoon Absorb increase, I think ends up being about 3 to 4k HPS increase over the course of a typical boss fight. And the Enveloping Breath decrease is about a 2 to 3k HPS nerf. So okay. it basically nets out to about a, about a thousand HPS buff. It's extremely yeah. minor and it does push the healing into different areas. So like... Right. It pushes it from an initial absorb where you want to you know, make sure you're using your Celestials around when damage is about to occur, which is what you should be doing anyway. Um, so it puts more healing there and less healing over the course of your Celestial with through Enveloping Breath. So net, it's an increase. I think some people are slightly upset about this, but to be fair, I mean, most of these changes, I think, are relatively keep the, like they say in their note, relatively keep the power uh, of these talents is similar in raids, but is a increase in five man content, which is yeah. what they want. So Yulon, the Yulon's Grace change is going to be interesting because that is a class talent, not a yeah. not a spec talent. Um, we'll have to see if they implemented it correctly so it doesn't also buff it for brewmasters and woodwalkers. Yeah, that'll be some testing you guys need to do. Yeah. Well, since this is a hotfix, it's not on the the PTR. Um, so we're just gonna have to wait until Tuesday and uh, see what happens. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting time. Fun times. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so there, there's that. Um, so yeah, I mean, net overall net increase, a larger increase in Mythic Plus, but still a, still an increase in raids um, based on these changes. I mean, it doesn't doesn't materially change any sort of you know um, talent talent trees or like different talent setups and things like that. You'll basically play what you're playing. You're either playing Clouded Focus if you like that, um, or there's a there's a unison build that people have been running around with on certain fights out there in raids at least. And the Mythic Plus, I think, honestly stays the exact same. There's no changes there. So, um, but yeah, so those are the Missyver changes. Um, no other monk specs got any changes coming up this week. So, um, yeah, there's that. There um, is and then, the uh, so. the new scaling stuff. Yeah. That, uh, so we, you want you want to go over this? No, no, no. I was gonna say which of your mythic plus is probably the most important part. Of what yeah. We're about. So uh, they are nerfing the god comp again. I don't want to spend too much time going through the actual god comp nerfs because we're not we aren't here to talk about mage nerfs, really. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, they, but they mer- they nerfed every piece of the god comp again, um, and. Basically, an admission of the fact that by continuing to nerf the god comp to bring it in line with the rest of the specs, they were going to be making key levels unattainable, right? Like, if you nerf the only thing that could do a 30, um, then nobody could do a 30 anymore. That is just the highest key for the rest of the season. So what they're doing is they are reducing the scaling from 10% per key level um in mythic plus uh only above plus 20 they're reducing it from 10 percent per key level to eight percent and uh wowhead has tables of how all of this breaks down um it's actually interesting that that's already what the modifier is from one to 20 yeah it goes up after 20 to try and keep people i think from reaching such insane key levels and then they release augmentation and everything went to hell, you know. Um, but what this uh, what this means is basically what was a thirty is now a twenty eight in terms mm-hmm. of uh, actual difficulty um, because there's no mechanical changes. It's just the numbers go 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 up. So what was you know a thirty at uh, you know. 1,245 percent damage increase uh is now going to be 1,036 percent damage increase which is what a 28 is roughly right now yeah so they're nerfing the god comp again everybody else gets keys being slightly easier um so you're gonna you know if you're doing 20s right now actually i mean that's not accurate because 20 level 20 stays the same yeah Uh, if you're doing like the the like big changes to it don't really kick in until the very high keys. Um you're if you're looking at a 25 right now, that's 773% as of today. Um on Tuesday, that will be a 705%, which is basically dropping it by one key level. Yeah. So it's it's a slight like if you're not actually pushing really high keys, it's not much of a change or a change at all. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, it it. My concern is that they haven't actually nerfed the god comp enough, and maybe we'll talk a little bit about what the actual nerfs are. Mm-hmm. Um, because if the 
God Contenders are not enough and it's still the best comp, does this not just reproduce the issue immediately? Yeah, and I think that that's my understanding. So we have I have a couple of people in my guild that run really high mythic plus. So I got got a chance to talk to them like today and yesterday when when this was announced. And yeah, I mean I the the underlying issue is I mean, while mage, you know, evoker, shadow priest, druid, and and holy paladin are or guardian druid and holy paladin are, are really good classes in mythic plus it's what each of them bring outside of just their damage right so it's not like these are all the highest damage specs in mythic plus they're up there i, mean, I think holy paladin is still probably the highest damage healer even after the nerfs but it's the fact that like priest brings mass dispel and pi and so like there are certain mechanics you can essentially negate because you have mass dispel and then with pi you have on demand you know damage increases for you know your mage or even your evoker you know for for additional yeah. additional support there so yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I mentioned this as we got into the into the the podcast today before we started. It was just basically like, to me, all this does is basically make it so like, Exodia can go back to doing thirties like they were before they were nerfed, right? And like maybe as an individual now, you can start to push like from your own individual point of view to like a twenty five. Like if you're stuck at the twenty five key level, you get to go up to twenty sixes and maybe push a twenty seven, right? But yeah. Um, it doesn't materially change to me the balance of what is considered "quote unquote" the god comp currently. Yeah, um, and I mean, I'm I'm looking. I pulled up the nerfs again just to make sure I hadn't misremembered. There's no augmentation nerfs, which is hilarious. That is the thing that needs to be nerfed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, they nerfed holy paladin damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, they nerfed fire mage AOE damage, which, in fairness, did need a nerf. That was really good. Uh, even absent an augmentation evoker, it was really good. They yeah. nerfed Guardian Druid's healing, self-healing. Um, no priest nerfs, no augmentation evoker nerfs. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think I think the the I think what Blizzard is this is maybe the issue with the releasing specs in the middle of a piece of season we'll say seasonal content is like the best way to put it right yeah it was uh be because this happened like this yeah. exact thing happens where you have the people who are on the train early get all the benefits and now it's a basically trying to bring everyone else up to those same levels and i think this is hopefully this is like the as extreme as it gets right um there's the site yeah. out there that sort of shows you the disposition of like your top 2000 keys i think and like what classes yeah. do them and it's laughable you know this season but yeah um as soon as the patch hits you can see it just immediately become nothing like it's like 80 percent the god comp the first week and it yeah. rapidly gets worse up to like basically 99 percent. yeah so i mean this is definitely i think hopefully an outlier in terms of like five specs being just hands and shoulders above everybody else but at the same time i don't this is a threat like to me like i feel so bad for people who like think like not think that's really rude uh who who push mythic plus is like their main form of content in this game right because if you don't play one of those five specs you are screwed like in terms of uh in terms of just making any sort of headway into like the the top level you you could Um, still probably push for title it's gonna be hard like the more people that pile onto the the god comp, the harder it's going to be to get title as anything else. 
Um, so, yeah. Um, there was a, uh, you had one more thing in the notes that I think we are running out of time for talking about yeah. the structure of healing in Dragonflight and like, yeah, from I a, would like, from a, do you want to go through it? You want to, no, I think that's, thing? I think that's a next week topic. So I do want to spend a little bit of time on it because it's, it's turning into, and sorry, I am solo dad this week. So you probably hear my kids yelling in the background. Um, yeah. but, um, but, um, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's a larger conversation I think that we can do in like the next like five minutes because it's really just yeah. covering. Um, yeah, we would have had time for back. it if I hadn't uh, if I hadn't dragged out that conversation about the <laughs> uh, the overlays in private orders for like that 20 is, minutes. That is true. No, but that's fine. That's uh, fine. But yeah, so. we'll uh, we'll be we'll talk about that next week. So talking about uh, the structure of healing, the numbers of healing, what feels good and what doesn't right now. Yeah. Right. And why why I hate healing, we'll say currently. Oh whoa. Oh bold. That'll are that'll be aug- my are take. You augmentation now? Augmentation we are we are we're if if this priest joins our guild, we are we are augmentation through and through, starting uh Augmentomaly. Yeah. Augmentomaly? Augmentomaly. Augmentomaly. It's, it's it's actually a nom EV. I'm an electric vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just well, everybody else. That <laughs> is gonna be that is gonna be it for the show today. Thank you all for watching and or listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you want to support this podcast and the work that we do over at the Beacon Serenity, you can do that over at our Patreon at patreon.com slash Beacon Serenity. And of course, come and join the Discord. It is the best place to give a nom crap for re-rolling off of Miss Weaver. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, to find out if that Yulon's Grace buff actually impacts Brewmaster as well. We'll know on Tuesday. Um, And yeah, that's going to be it for the show today. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.